If you were the Space Jam aliens, which athlete's powers would you take? Super high jump. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Which athlete is that? I don't know. Wait, wait. What was the question? Space Jam. You, you know the aliens from? Have you seen Space Jam? Yeah, like a long time ago. Right, right. Mike, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah like but it's a, a classic. Long, I long. It's a like, classic. It's so long. Literally, I don't remember it. Okay, even if you haven't seen it, the question was: If you were the Space Jam, so they take the uh, the powers of NBA players. Yeah. Right, and then they become good. So I asked, if you were the Space Jam aliens, which athlete's powers would you take? Oh, I thought you were saying which power would you take. So I just said super high jump, <laughs> so that I could dunk the ball. Easier. You taking you taking Marvel athletes superpowers? <laughs> That's okay. what I thought you meant. Like you would take some a power, and I said super high jump because you know playing basketball that'd yeah. be a perfect power. Okay, that, well if, if you if you properly heard the question, what would you have said? Amber's just like no. Sports. Amber, can you answer? It's you a no Amber, for you me. know, you know, athletes. What's the one that you really like? The uh, NASCAR driver, Louis <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Does he does he drive NASCAR or something else? F one. Formula one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you wouldn't. That's that's your favorite athlete. You would just look good. I would just look good. For some reason, I'm blanking out on athletes, and the only one I can think of right now is Michael Phelps. Oh, that's a good one. That's a but good one. What would he do? Oh, that, He's the okay. most decorated Olympian of all time. Decorated? Yeah. Like he oh, has like the most, most medals. medals. Yeah. But how would he help in this? You're, you're talking about in the Space Jam scenario, right? Or you're just talking about no, in general? No, just like who, oh, as okay. athletic ability. Oh, okay. That's why I said Mike Tyson. Like if I get Mike Tyson's powers, I can just knock people out left and right walking down the street. Mike Tyson is a ferocious animal. Mm. And I would have, I have Mike one. Tyson's ability. That's a good you have one. Do you get the tattoo? Oh, get I get the tattoo. That's where yeah. I get my powers from. It's like the Avatar's <laughs> glowing arrows. Mike yeah. Tyson's like like a uh, tiger strike, whatever. It glows, and then I just knock somebody out. Amber, Amber what are you saying? Um, sorry, I was trying to follow along. Uh, I know what athlete's powers I would yeah, want. Yeah, we know. Who? What? No, we said we know. Wait, okay, never mind. Go ahead. It's. Uh, Megan the Stallion. Cause have you seen her knees? Amber. I'm just saying that like I, the I, way that she, Am- the way that she is on her knees and like in the way she can like twerk. You know she got strong Amber. knees. You know that takes that's effort. I said I fa- said playing. I meant like playing sports, not playing guys. I, w- I was hope I was hoping you were gonna say this, and I was like, is Amber gonna say this one? Serena Williams. I thought you were gonna go there. Yo yo. I, know, I was actually I was, gonna say Serena Williams was, at first. I was going to, Serena? but then I was like, wait, but Megan the Stallion's knees are iconic. <laughs> Serena is so athletic. It's insane. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? She's married to the guy, uh, co-founder of Reddit. Mm-hmm. It's like two months ago. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah. That's, I, I think that's really cool. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's my dream lifestyle, you know? Like, who would do that? Oh, well, um, who would marry like a super athletic? He's like super like cool with being like not the like alpha of the relationship yeah, he's like awesome. he's like have you seen her she's great like <laughs> that's like, exactly like, what shimmer it. would want <laughs> yeah dude, he wants be awesome. to be picked up and curled <laughs> you know why because i feel like most people can't i think the, people would have a hard time accepting that and i i like respect that dude for 
you know, being cool with that. Their That's pretty awesome. baby's name is Olympia. Dang. Nice. Yeah. That's a cute wild. little girl. Cute little girl. <laughs> she is a cute little girl. Anyways, how, guys. Mm. Wait, Sorry. really quickly, though. But, like, if you were the other sister, how would you feel? If you're, like, slightly... Like, you guys are both great, but, like, your sister's better than you. No, Venus is mm. just as incredible. It's just, like... Just as? I mean... That's for, what I'm saying. For, it's, like, you can always... It's not like this is a team sport. Like, they could play on the same team. Like, you would have numbers in competing. No, no, no. But you're, but you're not... Like, if you look at her as an athlete, she's incredible. You're mm. just not Serena Williams. Serena Williams just happens to be, like, a GOAT. But it's like your sibling, right? Like, that's better, you know? Or no one is better. Like, I feel like that would affect you. Yeah. It depends on how you take it. Some people, like, you know, really celebrate and cherish that. And and Frost, this is a competitive sport and a one-one person thing. So it's like, sure, that's a great mindset for, like, a lot of things in life. But, like, a sport that is, like, very competitive, that is... That you want to be the best. But, like, my brother and I have played a lot of, like, similar sports. And And he gets super competitive. Yeah. yeah, And and when he's better than me, I actually like that a lot more. Because I'm glad that my... But you're also not, like, an athlete whose, like, life is surrounded by that competitiveness of that Yeah, but, like, when you're in high school and stuff, you are, are like, you know, you take sports very seriously. Regardless, it's about a mentality thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And... And I was winning, I, like, in our basketball tournaments and stuff, I always won first place championships, and my brother always won second place. But uh, I always looked at him as being better than me. And I, like... But did he feel the same way? I mean, I don't know if he did or not. I think think he didn't like it because maybe he was younger, and he's always trying to, like, impress and, and, you know, compete against me. But, again, I think it depends on the dynamic. I feel yeah. like he still would be super competitive and like yeah 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 I think I think yeah. in everything he wants to be like yeah. better than a lot of people but mm-hmm. for me I like I see him as somebody that like I want him to be really good yeah yeah like yeah. right now it wasn't always this way where right now he's like way bigger than me you know he's like a total uh, jock I guess yeah. working out wise and um, I love that yeah I think that's an older brother thing too because I feel the same way I you want feel my, proud right I want my little brother to be better than me in every yeah. aspect of life both of our little brothers are jacked <laughs> we're bums that's so funny yeah anyways uh, thank you guys for tuning in to an episode of strange flavors my name is shimmer I'm for us my name is amber and this is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game this is all to also this is also brought to you by Aleph theory on that slurpy derpy slurpy derpy dude i'm so excited you know for this amazing podcast but slurpy derpy slurpy derpy and you can slurp and derp into our uncomfortable into our emails (laughs) and you can also send your music at strengthflavorspodcast at gmail.com you can tell your homies and just the homies just Just the homies homies, just the homies uh, where you can listen to this podcast. It's everywhere. Literally, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And Google, Amazon. Wanted, or Amazon. And if Do you they like podcasts, to, I Yeah, I was going to say, does Amazon have podcasts? Not sure. But let's make it Let's make it there. But if they some. do, we're on there. If, if they do, we're on there. And if you want to see me in a spaceship, YouTube. That's I love what the, it is. I love the finger pointing. <laughs> that was such a daisy thing to do. Find me in spaceship on YouTube. <laughs> and then we're also no uh, YouTube, YouTube, and we're on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Strange Flavors. But guys, 
It's got people yelling in the back. That's not that me. That was me. That was me. Uh, that's my <laughs> yeah, for once it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was my brother. But. <laughs> is he still yelling? <laughs> he always yells during the podcast. I don't know. For some reason, you guys can hear it now. Uh, that's weird. Anyways, my brother is not supporting this podcast. You know Damn. who is supporting? <laughs> you know who is supporting this podcast? Mm. Who? Bobber's Bagels. No way. Yes. And Cassie's Cupcakes. Yes, wow. sir. Ooh. Give it up for them. They have supported Strange Flavors Town for so long now. Mm-hmm. They've even supported my journey into space. That's why I'm in this spaceship right now. That's where all the funding is going if you're curious. Yeah. My travels while we If you want to send Shimmer to another nebula. Yeah. To uh, carry along the Guardians of the Galaxy where he can use his super high jump. Support this podcast. <laughs> support this podcast. And all the links are down below. If you'd like to support us in other means, we do have a cultural comedy channel. We have a Patreon for that. That we give you exclusive, amazing content. And thank you to our patrons because we've made amazing content this past month. Thanks to you. Thanks wow. including, thank you so much, patrons. Including a video that we recently uh, made called Bond Star, which was a parody of uh, Pop Star by DJ Khaled and Drake. Um, mm-hmm. This video was a lot of fun to make, uh, but th- there's, it's been causing some trouble, guys. Why? Out of nowhere. One, <laughs> one, it came with this amazing merch drop, right? Yeah. People uh-huh. have been, and thank you for everybody who's bought the merch. You guys yeah. are, have been crazy True. on the merch, buying like mm-hmm. crazy. And it's it's so awesome to see that you guys mess with this design that much. But out of nowhere, Sh- Shamir was actually at my house, right? <laughs> this dude hits me up and is like, yo, I have this, um, this bond shop, like a real bond shop where he sells bond. And he's mm-hmm. like, I want to, um, I want to, I really like your design. Can I use it? And I was like, um, okay. Like he also for, asked like, is it registered? Let's talk money. Is it registered? Yeah. Well, I was like, does he want it as like a decoration piece, like as an art piece to hang up, or does he want it to use it as a logo? So I asked him that, and then meanwhile, Shamir and I are talking about like, okay, like this is you know from a business sense what we would, what we would do, might maybe um, as far as like licensing this and that. And I check back, man's deleted all the messages and blocked me. <laughs> oh my I was like, what? And so, uh, anyways, I was like okay this dude's about to steal my like design and use it in his shop and he sent a picture of the shop it looked really nice mm-hmm. i was like i was like this is messed up and i was like um i can't i have no way of contacting or anything so i just decided to share this and some of you may have seen it on my instagram and my twitter but i just you know told the situation exactly how it happened and i tagged him and i didn't even ask anybody to like you know try to reach out to him or anything but apparently a bunch of like fans started messaging him and I got screenshots of some of the messages. They were like, give the design back, you George, which means like, leave. <laughs> they're like, George. They, were like, they were like, they were like, yo, this is Frosty's design. They're like cussing him out and stuff. Oh, and I had no gosh. idea this was going on. And later he messages me, I, I get messages from him and he's saying like, I'm so sorry, please tell these, uh, fans to stop this and that i was like whoa whoa what's going on like he he's messaging me again and then he's like he's saying um i'm not using your design don't worry blah 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 and i was like my man okay why did you block me 
Why'd you yeah. delete the messages? Yeah. I was like, that's really sketchy. Like you wouldn't do that. And then he was like, no, no, I was nervous. Even my friend told me this is not the way you ask for a logo. Um, I see that it's on your merch and it's all this and you have it registered. Like I wouldn't um, steal it. I will send you every part of my design process from here on out. I will send you, uh, you know, my whole store. And I was like, listen, you don't got to do all that. Just if, if you're going to use my design, then like you're going to pay me for it. If right. you're not going to use it, then okay. But like, this is not how you treat artists. The whole point of why I shared this was because this is not the first time this has happened. Like as an artist mm. and a lot of people will relate to this. This is why I wanted to share it. Cause there's so many people that get overlooked, that get disrespected in this way that people just think that you can just have, you could just take somebody's work and just like do whatever you want with it. When this happens to be, um, you know, a, a means of, of getting uh, money and doing their business and stuff. And even if it doesn't, even if somebody drew it with a pencil or something, there's something called artistic value. The, the reason mm -hmm. you're coming to me for my design is because you like my design. If you don't, mm -hmm. if you don't want to pay for that of, and w the way that I value it, then you can get it done from someone else for whatever they create. But like mm -hmm. a lot of people, whether it be, you know, uh, photography, videography, um, logos, any sort of designs, um, there's so many things that like people just don't want to pay for. And these are the same people that um, will have will pour like fortunes into their business or their events like weddings and mm -hmm. stuff. And it always surprises me that I like I look at some of these weddings and stuff and they're so grand. And then you don't want to pay like even a, the smallest fraction for like a pretty much a movie being made and edited in a way that like, you know, is going to last your entire life and preserve memories. Right. I, I don't know. It like that process doesn't make sense to me. And I wanted to share that um, with like my Instagram and my Twitter. Cause I'm just like, it, it gets annoying sometimes. It's like, I'm not mm -hmm. pressed about dude using my logo, but I want to just like put it out there that like, yo, this is not okay. And let people be embarrassed. Cause you have a, like, how are you not going to pay somebody for their work? Like mm -hmm. you're not doing good business. So this is what I told the dude. I was like, you know, you just got to practice business in this way. He's like, I will. Blah, blah, blah. He's like begging me, like, please tell them stop this and that. I was like, all right, I'll tell them. But like, just, um, you know, be clear with me. Let me know uh, what's going to happen. So he starts sending me pictures of his shop. It's super bougie. It's in Ooh. India. And, oh, yeah. And I was like, I was thinking in my head. I was like, if this dude didn't say anything, just I would have never known because people yeah. in India, Pakistan, China, like all these places, they just yeah. take it and sell it anyways. But man's told on himself. Yeah, <laughs> he told on himself. And then this happened. And then and then I was like, OK, uh, I wish you the best of luck, like all good. Um, take care. Peace. And then <laughs> this man has the audacity. He goes, OK, this is my business. Please support it. Please let your followers know. I was like, Mom, man. OK, Basna. I was like, I'm not responding Bas. to this. You can't do that. Like, yeah, no. You got to have like, some hey, good... I know, I know you sent your fans to come for me, even though you didn't. Yeah. I know you sent your fans to come for me, but how can can you just reverse that and then send them for me the other way? Just like make sure they buy <laughs> Yeah, he, start, he starts going. He's like, yeah, um, my friends and I watch your videos all the time. Dude, you're a br dope rapper. All this stuff. I'm just like, all right, you don't got to do all that. But like, mm -hmm. you know, the. But also do the, things the proper way. But also, um, can we like maybe say that it's also ignorance too? Like, what do you mean? What What is the laws for that in India? Like, do they have like? Well, he asked, so he knew. 
He knew mm. that. Yeah, the okay. whole point is the first thing he did, and then he he asked if it's registered, and then he decided to delete the messages and block me. Meaning, yeah. like, so he clearly knew. He's right. you can't. Some people don't know, right? Like, there's people mm. that, but but they ask, you know, what does something like this cost, right? Right. You, if if you're doing business in the first place you should understand sort of basic business principles of trade, right? Mm-hmm. You don't just hand people things and it, it's supposed to be a fair exchange, right? Like that's the, right. that's the basic sort of meaning of business. So right. especially for this dude to come in like that, I was just like, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have this uh, play out like I'm this. I'm glad you did what you did. Hey, he told on himself, what can I Shout do? Shout out the and- fans. <laughs> yeah, shout out to- and so just know if you're trying to steal some artwork from Ronald Pono, there's a lot of people coming for you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The- shout out to the fans, and also shout out to the fans that like, you know, and just people in general that that are so uh, respectful to the things that I and we do, and do pour in money to support us in in different ways, and always you know reach out and ask these things. I know like since I've um, dropped the video of my sister's. Um, in, uh, engagement like nikah ceremony um i've gotten so many messages and emails regarding that and there's there have been extremely respectful people that like you know understand the work not only that's to be done but then the value of having someone specific do it right like there's a reason that you're reaching out to this person to do it and like dude if people, you were even people are reaching out to me asking if you i can ask you for a discount for them <laughs> like a video like that and i'm like why don't you just ask him yourself <laughs> they're like yo can you get frost to like get a cheap like a cheap price for that type of video i'm like yo just ask him yourself <laughs> yeah and also like i'm not gonna like try to put myself on a pedestal or something but it's just like there is you have to understand that as you grow you you have to grow right like i think all of us you know have, have started out doing these things where we're we're doing things for free from the very beginning and we've done a lot of things for free and and I don't know about you guys, but I've done some things that like were just like you you wouldn't believe that like this is the amount that I got paid for it. And like that's but I understand that that's a sacrifice of being an artist, of being an entrepreneur in that way. Mm-hmm. But then if you want to grow, you can't you can't keep your price at that at that level. Yeah. And especially when you want to create value around your name and your business, mm-hmm. you have to you have to raise that for your yeah. own good and and your own like mindset, because like what I'm never gonna grow, but I'm gonna continue to create things that are magical for people, it makes no sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also understanding that when you when you compare yourself to other people in the industry, it's like you're not you're not gonna hit up a, some random South Asian wedding creator or something and get a video like something that right. any of us would create. It's just not gonna happen. You're not gonna get right. those types of transitions or anything like that. Um, or care or passion. Like people can learn to to click uh, a camera and, and hold record and learn how to piece things together on a video. But when you're coming from the types of backgrounds that we do and the amount of work and time we put into things, like you got to understand that this, these things, like they take a lot of effort and, right. and you're paying for somebody's value and artistic touch and signature to be put on something like that. Yeah. So, and you got to value sister. yourself so high. Like mm. if you like, I, there's so many times where I'm like, I need money. Right. Mm. But they offer like such a low price. I'm like, I'm not doing it because mm. that doesn't follow uh, how I value myself. I need the money really bad, but I'm not going to, that's not my value. I'm much mm. higher than that. And um, I stick to that. And then, you know, uh, thank God, like something comes my way that mm. gives me that value. 
because I, yeah. I set my value that high. Yeah. yeah. And that's dope. I like that sort of attitude towards it too. Cause sometimes you get like talked into and bullied into like, you know, things that you don't really want to negotiate. You already are giving somebody like, this is, this is where I go from here. Like, you know, this is why I'm taking this thing. And then, um, but, but the, the respect has to be there. Like, you know, if some, if, if you've came to this person to, to get a job done, then like either you pay it or you don't, and then you never feel guilty about it. Mm -hmm. Like that's the main thing. If you're going to be working right. for somebody and the whole time you're like, you feel like, you know, you're not going to be able to get your time's worth. Um, it's pointless. And I read a quote that I really like a lot that like, I forget exactly how it goes, but it was like, you know, um, people, people think that it's just about how long it takes you to do something. And then it was, it was something along the lines of like, you're not paying me to be able to do something in 10 minutes. You're paying me because it took me 10 years to learn how to do something mm -hmm. in 10 minutes. And it's exactly that. It's just like at, at one point, yeah, like, you know, all of these things that we do artistically become a lot easier to do, but try and get it done by somebody else and see how much like they'll mark it as and, and how long it takes them to do it. Like right. if I can deliver you something in a day and it's gonna be way better than anything that you could get somebody takes like a week to do and it's not as good, like mm -hmm. that's called value. It's just plain and simple as that. Mm -hmm. So um, all that to say, yeah, like uh, it's, it's interesting along the way that these things uh, happen they're going to continue to happen it's just a part of it it's a sacrifice but we're very thankful for everybody who supports mm -hmm. us along the way um and with that real quick let's talk to another artist and see some of her perspectives on different things and that way i will introduce the stranger the stranger today is an actress writer and dancer who's telling her own unique story through her art she talks to us about the indian australian perspective her views on diversity and the film industry and a whole lot more. So get cozy, get your Vegemite ready, and enjoy this episode with our stranger, Rhea Patel. Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. <laughs> wow. I know. Did you guys like that? <laughs> that was no, cute. I didn't like it. Oh, I did. <laughs> it was, I was very unfrost-like. It was very unfrost-like. It's the sleep-deprived <laughs> frost. Oh. oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, oh. a lot more sense. What's up, Rhea? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Well, I know you're sleep-deprived. Yeah, how are the other two? Also no, sleep-deprived. I've been great. I actually got sleep, so... Mm. It's all good. it's the morning for you right now in Australia. Yes, it Australia. is. It is my. I, it's my. It's your future. It is Friday here. Oh, oh yes. my god! Oh. Yes, Don't tell me things like that. <laughs> Don't tell I'm me things that like that. Okay. She's calling us from you the future right now. You guys say mate often. Do it, mate? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I sometimes call my like I refer to my friends as mate, but okay. like it's not. I was talking to my mate the other day. Like yeah, that. yeah, like my mate. Yeah, my mate and I like we caught okay. up. We yeah, we 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 say stuff like that. Yeah. That's where uh, where in Australia are you? Melbourne, or as Americans like to say, Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, Melbourne. It's not yeah. our fault. It's, it's not Melbourne. You it's not our fault. You spelled it like that. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, well, English yeah. words in general, it's just like you don't know which way they could go. It depends yeah. on where you live. So, Mel Melbourne. 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 Yeah, it's like Melbourne, a bend, like big, yeah, Melbourne. Sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we actually, 
not not too long ago we tried some australian snacks someone sent us a package they were yes. like yo you guys need to try some a snacks massive box listen i have one question for you and that determines how the rest of this interview goes oh no is this about vegemite yes <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm listening yeah oh, explanation i mean so wait, are we asking you whether I like it or not? Or don't what give Vegemite me, don't, is? Do not give me a political answer. Are you mm. pro-Vegemite or not? I am pro-Vegemite. Oh I'm, my yeah, god. I'm sorry. I'm an Aussie at heart. The thing is, like, you have to... Okay, when you guys tried it, did you do it with, like, a bit of butter on toast? Or was it, like, just... Straight was up. it a lot of... Sis, no? we took I want an explanation. Down. Well, it's like, well, it's kind of, well, it's that salty bitterness. Like, you know, once in a while, you kind of want that on your toast. Like, usually eat it's like, uh, eat, I would eat a never put pretzel. that on anything. Eat a salted pretzel. No, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Okay. I feel weird saying it's the yeasty toast, uh, but. You're saying I, that's I'm, the best way to have it? Why are your veggies with, with, in a tube? With butter. With butter. I don't, okay. I don't, well, it's not actually, wait, vegetables in a tube. It's just, it's like yeast. It feels weird explaining that to oh. people. Like, yeah. But if you, if you know, try it, I don't know if you guys had it with butter. So like a bit of butter and then you put a little bit of veggie. I, I honestly can't like put Straight like up. a ton of it. Yeah. So it's not like I'll eat like spoons of it, like Nutella, but in, in little doses, it's We had like a nice. little dab that we put on our finger. And we could. And even well, that, you don't we eat like it like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Try it again with toast. And I don't know if you still have it. Or maybe. Yeah. But no, like, we threw that I think, I don't I think believe I, you. Okay? I think if I gave it to an animal, the animal wouldn't eat it. That's how yeah. strongly oh. I feel Listen, about it. If I'm not I put a lie. little dab of peanut butter or Nutella or anything on my finger and I try yeah. it. Yeah. It still would be okay. Like, you know, I get it it's out of context. You need to have it on something cool. That's like I I could eat that with basically any other like toast topping. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for it. I'm gonna try it with toast one time. We still have it. No, I actually um, somebody smelled it from across the other neighborhood and they were like, whatever that is, I'm gonna call it's the neighborhood out. watch on you. We, no, I'm just kidding. No, but okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's food that we have in both in our culture and like Pakistani culture, Desi culture and things that we eat in America that some people might be like, that's whack. So um, chili milly for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But there's but but Vegemite might be one of those things. But listen, there mm. were all the other ones were smack. Like there yeah. was this yes. cherry chocolate one. I don't know. I forget what it's called. Oh, is it cherry ripe? Yes. 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 Oh, Yo, so good. Yes. That was it. That was it for me. Okay. I was the cookies like, were good. That. Yeah, the mint cookies. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Tim Tams. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. Well, t so there's Tim Tams, but then I'm assuming. Did we you have the mint? Both. I think yeah. we had, you had both. Two, yeah. Tim yeah. Tams are like my favorite. You you can actually, I, I, I don't like coffee, but some people like putting mm. Tim Tam in a coffee and eating that or putting a straw through that the Tim good. Tam. Yeah, yeah, putting the straw in the Tim Tam and then dunking that in your coffee. So you're like sipping wow. a Tim Tam coffee. So like, oh, I thought it was you to bite it from both sides and use it as a straw and then eat it or something. No, so I don't know why someone, maybe it's that. Maybe I totally screwed that up. It could be that. That makes more sense. But someone told me putting a straw in there. I haven't tried that. But having it with coffee mm. is like another way to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool though. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> talking about like all these, all these cultures and stuff, um, I want to know, you know, how long have you been in Australia, first of all? Have you been there your whole life? 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I was born in India, and then I okay. was one and a half when I moved here. So yeah, my family basically calls me an Aussie baby. So, okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So how do you uh, how do you typically like how do South Asians typically fit in in Australia in like the Australian society? Is it all different? Yeah. Or? I mean, I, I get, when I grew up here, there were hardly any like like South Asians at all. But now every time I come back home from the states, like we're flooded like i'll be on the tram and i'll hear like all these different mm. languages so like there's definitely australia is very multicultural now like growing up it wasn't as much but now it really is so i, I think it's just as multicultural as like you know america like if i go to new york or la there's so many like well that's what i was gonna say is like if you're, yeah, if you're yeah. in certain areas in america yeah but like if you're in like the midwest or something it's going to be rare to find any color there. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. That... Yeah. So if you go like up north to Australia, you won't find a lot of mm. South Asians up there. Okay. But yeah, so like, but major cities like Melbourne and Sydney and Brisbane, uh, you would definitely find a lot of South Asians. Um, wow. How do there. they typically fit in the society? Like are in, in America, you know, like the, the story is typically like um, they go towards usually like East Coast. We have like some cities in like Texas and primary cities uh in like jersey and uh in michigan that um like they'll all kind of stack up and and i guess uh form their own sort of regions and then they're usually going toward like very uh academic and in that sort of level of society does that make sense yeah i, I think what's it, it like pretty, in australia yeah it's pretty similar to yeah like most aussies here will come here either to study like you know engineering or mm. anything techie or like become a doctor or medicine or something so mm -hmm. it's it's very similar um as far as like cinema or something no one really comes down here to study film um yeah but the, yeah uh, and then but mostly yeah, most of them are in the major cities uh like one cool thing is like when we like the city itself will celebrate um like our culture like festivals as well so like in the heart of the city they'll have they'll celebrate Diwali so they'll put up the whole like festival for us so it's I, it's kind of nice having Australia like accept us as well like they do that for other cultures too mm. but it's nice to like because I never had that um and I had no Indian friends growing up and then f suddenly there's like a flood of them and um so it's kind of nice to be like oh I finally have a Desi friend yeah now. here um, I think for a lot of uh people growing up um how old are you 26 26 okay so around that age um you know a lot of people that were growing up and and are 26 or somewhere around there now faced a lot of sort of like racism and stuff like that in america so mm -hmm. uh it sounds like australia was a little bit more accepting is that right i'm not i mean i was i don't i mean i got bullied as a kid uh because i think I guess being looking different or like when I take like my lunchbox to school and like kids would be like, oh my God, what's that smell? Like, what are you <laughs> okay, having so, there? Okay, so similar story there. Yeah, yeah. So, and I... It's just I the know, lack of 9-11 basically. In yeah. Mm. Um, and, you know, a few years back in Melbourne, we did have like racial attacks against some like Indian students. I mean, people argue that, no, it just happened to be Indian students. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know personally, but... I, I, th I think I think there is a little bit of racism, but at the same time, I I, I would like to th that we are accepting as well. Um, but yeah, just my personal experience, it's been pretty good overall. Just like 
I don't know, kids will be kids. And maybe I just got bullied because, I don't know, I wasn't cool yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. Well, just being different, I think that's part of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being a kid. But definitely in certain areas, you know, kids do get bullied because of their yeah, cultural yeah. sort of differences and stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you you talk a lot about, you know, bridging a gap. Um, how, how, how far is that gap between... Um, you know, being Indian and Australian and and why is that important for you to continue like carrying a culture there? Um, well, I guess it's like, I I don't know if you guys feel this way as well, but like every time I go to India, I'm, my family sometimes or my friends will call me a bloody Aussie or like every time I'm, you know, back home in Australia, I've had people call me fob or curry. Um, and it's just, I used to hate it. Like I never felt like I fit anywhere. And then like now growing up, I I started accepting both cultures when I was actually in America because people found that really cool. Like, oh, you're an Australian Indian. And I'm like, how often are you here? I so I'm based in LA. I moved to America in 2013 in September. But because of COVID, I came back home. So I've been back home for like six months now. But usually I'm based in LA. Yeah, got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. Um, And so I think it was once people thought it was really cool or unique in Australia, um, in America that I'm like a blend of both things. That's when I started accepting that, oh, this is kind of nice, like, you know, having both cultures. And then and it could be even be just being mature and like growing up and be like, oh, I like both my cultures. And my family's pretty traditional and religious, so I liked holding on to that aspect. But at the same time, like, again, like growing up, I didn't have a lot of Indian friends, South Asian friends in general. So I was very... I don't like to use the word whitewash, but if that's in a way, I kind of was. Yeah. Um, and I, I we think use the term maybe, ABCD a lot. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Well, technically, I technically wasn't born in Australia. So I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. does it really count for me? <laughs> um, but and I, I think like, for me, like bridging the whole gap also means like, because like, I, you know, I'm an actor and like when I, gr- I never saw a lot of representation on screen and to me, it's really important to be like sharing stories of South Asian people and that's, mm-hmm. and, you know, representing people that are from, like that are like us, like grew up in a foreign country, but like are culturally from somewhere else. Cause usually it was either you're completely American or, or like in Bollywood, you're completely like Indian or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, it's just, yeah, mushing the birth I think in Bollywood together. it's just, you're completely from this family. I don't think <laughs> yeah, it's, you're you're completely, yeah, exactly. Indian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. it. So. When did this, uh, like, I guess, sort of motivation to showcase, you know, your culture and stuff like this come towards, you know, acting and stuff like that for you? Oh, um, I think it's probably been, I guess, two years ago. I just, I wasn't booking as much, uh, like, you know, work in the industry and I was, I was kind of fed up with it. So that's why I started, like, writing my own work and um, it was just important to me to tell stories about like us and even now like when there is like a few south asians on screen it's it's still not specific like when someone says like oh you're indian but it's like yeah but where are you from oh you're back you're you're pakistani like yeah but where like what language do you speak i think it was very it's still very general in in like the hollywood industry so um like when i oh when people like oh my god i love chicken tikka i'm like yeah but i'm not that i'm not that I'm not North Indian. I'm actually, I'm Gujarati. I eat something else. Um, mm. So I, for me, it was like, I just wanted to show like different aspects of our culture and um, 
I, yeah, like my first like film, like short script I wrote was about a girl who's obsessed with fries and she's marrying a guy who follows Jainism. So she's like, oh my God, do I give up fries for this guy or do I not? Um, and that's just reflecting on like, Wait, sorry, I don't know. I don't know what that is. What they they can't eat fries? Oh, yeah. So uh, Jainism. So they believe that they believe in nonviolence. So they don't eat um, certain root vegetables. Yeah. So Uh, potatoes are one. um, Pumpkin, onion, garlic. Um, There's also so with onion and garlic. I know that they they call it um, tamsic food. So tamsic food makes you like hot headed. It doesn't make you think straight. Mm. They have they they have a saying that you know a family that eats a lot of onion and garlic are always like arguing with each other okay we've um, heard that from one of our friends yeah. but he's hindu yeah. though so i don't know if that crosses in so i yeah so i i think so it's hinduism i think hinduism is like the broad umbrella and then mm. it branches out and then jainism yep. is one of mm. yeah so um yeah so again like i didn't know that so i'm not jane but i didn't know that but i thought it was like kind of cool to like tell that story um yeah. So, yeah, I think it's probably with that, it kind of, like, pushed me to, like, I want to tell that's more a, stories That's a good about uh, script idea. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It was fun. You, yeah, it was fun. You said you started yeah. writing your own stuff. Did that come naturally to you, or did you, like, what was that like? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed writing as a kid, but I never really mm-hmm. took it seriously. Like, I didn't think of it as a career. Like, I would never say, like, oh, I'm an actor and writer. Like, it's only mm-hmm. been... Yes, like two years ago since I now I will proudly say like, oh, yes, I'm an actress and a writer. I, in my head, I had this like story that if I would tell people that I'm also a writer, they wouldn't take me seriously as an actress. So mm. um, that's that's why I didn't like to say that. But I just I just enjoy doing it. I don't have a degree in writing or anything. Um, I just the best way for me, honestly, is just to keep writing and then get feedback from other people and um, so, like trial and error. That's like the way I'm mm. just learning to write. Well, um, you're you're yeah. a dancer too. So how did how did your parents react to you wanting to pursue only these sort of like creative uh, passions? Um, they will. They, I I've had pretty supportive parents. I'm lucky that way. Um, so cool. I started off in like dancing and like I mean it was just a hobby. It wasn't again. It wasn't something I wanted to pursue when I was younger. Um, was it not like an Indian thing? I know like a lot of. Um, Indian friends that I have, they just are usually put into dancing uh, from being little to because of cultural reasons to carry on. Yeah, well, I think for me it was because there were there wasn't a lot of you know South Asian culture around me. Mm-hmm. I was craving that. Um, I, I and I think the reason why I loved dancing was watching Bollywood movies and stuff. But sure. even when I joined my first dance class, it was a hip hop class, and then. When um uh when the Commonwealth Games happened in two thousand so wait two thousand six in Melbourne um the choreographer was Shamak Dawar so like he so he's like a choreographer in India and he opened up classes here so for me I was like oh my god Bollywood dance classes so um that's when I started like dancing through his company and um yeah like that was the, I I like to say like dancing is like my first love but acting is my true love mm-hmm. um yeah that's but, awesome. Um, and I saw that you were recently awarded Best Actress at uh, two things called Top Indie Film Awards and then South Film and uh, Arts Academy Festival. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that was. Wh- uh, where are those? Uh, oh my god, I think the Top Indie one is it's, it's somewhere in Asia. I think it's like. Was it like online? It was online. That was Got online. It. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then. Um, Did you have to submit anything for those, or like they? <laughs> 
saw the films and uh, yeah no i i submitted the films okay. um so i this this is another short film i wrote uh, and yeah we submitted that to a few festivals and like awesome. it picked up a few awards there so that was kind of cool i was like oh it was mm. it was like unexpected i was like well it's not gonna go anywhere who knows but it was well, like, what, what, what were they for was it for um any any of your things that you wrote yeah so i wrote a sh- short film it was called tray pops my um best friend he's obsessed with pops the funko pops um okay do, do you know what, do you know what i'm yeah, talking about there's like yeah <laughs> 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 we both pulled ours out That's i love it yeah so he has over uh 400 of them in our house oh my god so yeah so he's an avid collector so i then i wrote like a script with like the both of us where like when we're on the verge of a breakup and like because i'm just sick and tired of like him collecting all these pops and stuff nice. so it was just like a, it's, like a really cute like simple like breakup story and um but yeah i think and then like we i wrote it and then we like filmed it and then yeah we just wanted to like put it to a few festivals and like that's gotta feel really good ones. like yeah. something that, you, that know, you came up with and um yeah yeah getting some sort of like acknowledgement of yeah this yeah this is good this works i loved it because like and also what was like encouraging for me was like i also got nominated for like best writer as well and i was like oh cool okay so that was (laughs) like kind of yeah that was encouraging like i didn't for me like acting is always still my number one goal but when i get like i guess like encouragement like through things like this it's like oh cool i I should keep writing um i wanted to ask like how you got from dancing to acting Oh my! I wow! I I've always loved like Bollywood growing up. Like, uh, so the story I love to tell people is like, so I was supposed to be born in August, but my so but I came in July. My mom loves watching films so much. So um, she went to go watch some Bollywood movie, and then she and she came back home and she wasn't feeling that great. And then then you know they took her to the doctors, and at I came the next day. So there's like a joke that I've been watching films since I was like in her room. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, so I've always had this like Bollywood thing growing up and I loved, I would like act in my room, like in front of the mirror and like practice scenes and stuff. But, um, I think, I think for me, like acting wasn't a career to have because like Indians don't do that, especially Gujarati girls. So it was never really something I wanted to like pursue. Uh, but with dancing, I guess, like, uh, I just got excited when the dance classes started here. So I did that as a hobby and then. I was a really quiet and shy kid, so um, that kind of brought me out of the shell. And I think because of that, that's when I started like, you know, auditioning for school plays and like taking drama mm. class. So like I was in the drama club. Um, yeah, I, I don't. They wasn't like a. I'm. I, you know, I didn't see like Madhuri Dixit or like I don't know, like Tom Hanks in a movie and was like, oh my god, I want to act. It was like a yeah. slow transition for me. It's like um, a love for performing and and the mixture of yeah, the yeah. stuff seems like yeah I, I think yeah like I said like dancing was what I loved a lot and then it was just I think it kind of just opened me up to like just trying different things and mm. then I realized like oh I this would be kind of yeah. cold like at, at what point did you take it seriously and why I I think while I was like doing my acting degree like I so when I finished high school I had applied for a few different um like degrees like I remember I I had one in health I was thinking of health science um I had applied for a social work degree and then I also did like um 
like a, just a fine arts in general and then and then I auditioned for a, a theater school here in Australia um, and I told my mom like mom I just want you to know like I might not get accepted into theater school because like in Australia they don't like to take kids fresh out of high school they want you to have more life experience so they prefer like a little older so mm-hmm. my mom was like no don't waste a year like go apply for schools you know in america or something so i was like <laughs> okay so i think she didn't want me to w- waste a year basically i i thought about maybe i should take a year off after high school and then like work on the side and do like a, a few courses and then um then try out for school again so it was it, at that point i just wanted to learn more about acting but it wasn't like a career as such and then when i flukely got into like school in the states um and then once i was learning more about acting and stuff I was like I, I i think i want to do this so, so i guess like in terms of if you want a year like, like maybe 2013 14 when i was studying and, at- and that's when you moved to la for school yeah so i first moved to new york so i lived in new york for a year um, studied there for a year and then I transferred to the LA campus to finish my degree off so do you think it helped yeah. you like with the film school I think it helped me absolutely I you know I have a lot of people who ask me like do you think it's important to have a degree like is it to... worth it and I it is worth it but at the same time if you don't have like you know like financially you can't afford it that's mm-hmm. totally fine or if you feel like you're wasting like three or four years of your life that's yeah. okay too but I, I always encourage people to like at least do some workshops like I have a friend who's like she has a degree in business but all of a sudden she's like no I want to act and she's been like she's like a shark she like goes and goes and do, does all these workshops so she's like really at it so um, yeah I, if, if you can by all means get a degree like it is amazing they were like you know some of the best years of my life um, mm-hmm. but if it's not something that's you know available to you or you know it doesn't that i think that's fine you don't but also like you're you're writing and doing your own thing and having this sort of like your own stories wanting to be told as well it seems like from you know what i've gathered from different people who have taken that route or not taken that route it always comes down to what you make of it like at the end of the day and for you it seems like you weren't just like all right once i finish school then i'll try out for this it's it's like you're simultaneously like you know auditioning and writing and things like that along the process yeah 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 absolutely and i think it it honestly just comes down to how much you're putting in because it's you know i i think being an actor or just an artist in general you're like you're basically an entrepreneur for yourself like if you're not gonna like you if you're waiting to be discovered it's not really good. I mean, I don't know. It does happen, you know, but it, you don't want to be waiting around for that. Like, a lot of casting directors will also say, like, don't wait around to be discovered. Like, I want to see you everywhere. Like, you should have your own YouTube channel. You should be, like, uploading yeah. some of your stuff online or whatever. So, But um, recently with, like, South Asians uh, in America, at least, all of the ones that have been really, like, being are, that are being highlighted and, like, really put on a platform have been those people that wrote their own sort of story yeah. i'm thinking of like mindy kaling yeah um, aziz ansari, aziz ansari like, like yeah no matter what you think of them individually as people or whatever they still are like writing uh kumail who wrote his own uh, mm-hmm. movie yeah they still told their own story the way they wanted to you know like yeah. it wasn't that like what I, I can't think of anybody that would have given written something like that for them to you know Absolutely. play a part in that that just yeah. isn't gonna happen I agree. I absolutely agree with you. I, you know, I still think that there is a long way to go in terms of like diversity and like, yeah, roles are still written for 
white people. Um, but, you know, I think it, it's up to us to be right. Because I think if we're not presenting them with this work, then, I don't know, maybe they, they won't get be open-minded or see it as... Or often. they'll so take I, it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like, I think, uh, like, even with Mindy, like, um, because she's been writing her stuff, I think because people are seeing more of her work and now I know, I think she's writing, like, Legally Blonde 3, um, oh, wow. so yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, is so this the I, South Asian insider scoop, acting scoop. It was, no, no, it was like, I mean, oh, no, 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 this was, it was, like, uh, it was uh, published. No. no, 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 it was published. Like I remember oh, reading okay. about it. So yeah, I'm not leaking inside information, <laughs> but if you Google it, you yeah, have inside so, information, you can leak while you're here. Uh, sadly, I, I don't have any inside information. Um, but yeah, I think if it wasn't for her, like writing her and stuff, like people wouldn't have known who she was and give her a shot in that way. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, otherwise, yeah, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no that, 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 that's it. Yeah. Okay. I was going <laughs> to no say, otherwise, you know, um, we're used to seeing, um, South Asians take on a lot of those sort of typical roles, uh, whether it be like the taxi driver, or yes, terrorist, yes. whatever it might be. Um, I saw your reel and yeah. I saw that sometimes you're, uh, you have an Australian English accent, and then sometimes yeah. you have an American English American, accent. Sometimes you yeah. have a Indian, Indian accent. accent. Sometimes yeah. you're speaking Hindi. So, yes. uh, is there anything out of those that you typically don't like doing, or are you like across the board you like doing all of them? I I like doing all of them. I know some people get upset, like, oh, but I don't want to play the science, the Indian scientist, and I'm like. Honestly, if it's a good role, I'm okay doing that. Like, you know, this mm. person happens to come from India. Like, sure. Like, and I actually have played a mathematician. And I remember, like, so it was for it was for a commercial, but they shot it like a trailer. And I auditioned with an Indian accent and an American accent. And then when I got on set, they were like, oh, you're Australian. And the director was like, oh, no, actually, I want you to, like, talk normally, like, with the Aussie accent. I'm like, sure. So we did a few takes. And then the client happened to be on set. And he's like, can you tell her to put an Indian accent on? Um, and I, you know, whatever, it's fine. But I think he also did that it because... It bothered you a little bit, though, didn't it? A little bit. Because I, I was so excited to finally do something with an Australian accent. So mm -hmm. I think it was more of that. And then... But... I was like, okay, sure. Also, the commercial was for the semiconductor industry. And, you know, when I went to their, like, they call it the fab lab. I don't know what fab stands for. But, like, when we went to those labs, like, I would see these locker rooms and stuff. And, like, you know, all of them, like, majority of them were, like, Indians or, like, South Asians. So I think, you know, the reason why he wanted me to have an Indian accent was the fact was that in that industry, a lot of the workers were from India and they had mm. an Indian accent. So it would be more authentic. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I feel like if it is genuinely authentic, like I'm okay with that. So, but you know, if you're doing it to like take the mickey out of someone, like then I'm, then I'm like, well, like Apu, like that, that obviously upsets me. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't sound like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, if it's like really like taken out of context, I don't like that, but otherwise, if it's if it's a good role, and I, I don't mind doing an Indian accent or an American accent. Um, yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of Indian accents, so like, I am kind of craving like, can I just want? To, I'm I'm happy to do an American accent as well. Do you so, typically audition with an American accent? Yeah, so I was trying to figure out like, do I walk in with an American accent or an Australian accent? It's it's a hit or a miss. I I get paranoid that if I go in with an Aussie accent 
they're gonna like and then I ask them like do you want me to do this with American accent they're like yeah mm-hmm. sure but I keep thinking like they're gonna like purposely try to um hear listen to the like Australian mm-hmm. accent in me so now I'm and now I just some if it's a self tape I have to send in a tape I'll just do it with an American accent like I'll slate with my name and stuff but it it just depends I think you have to feel the vibe of the room like I've had some people which are totally okay with me doing it in an Australian accent and then you know some people are like no like we want an American accent I'm like that's fine um, what what do you like typically um try to mentally remember when you're doing an American accent uh okay when I I guess when I was starting to do an American accent I would my trick my, my like word say, was, say what you just you, said say yeah. what you just said in American can you when do I was starting to do an American okay. accent so so when I was starting to work with an American accent um, oh my, god she's too good my yeah. my the word that I would use was nacho i don't know why that word but like huh. i yeah that was like my that was like my word to like help me go into like an american accent um nacho. so you're just in a corner going nacho <laughs> nacho wow. yeah in my head i'm like nacho and then i do yeah after <laughs> after knowing your accent and then like seeing you do it i i can see where you're coming from like you don't tell them that you have an accent because then i'm looking yeah. at like how you're moving your mouth and i'm like oh, yeah okay, yeah I can yeah. Tell. yeah yeah well and that's like we were taught that in school like i didn't i didn't know that like the way accents work is like where your t- your, the placement of your tongue is and like mm-hmm. where yeah so i'm just like oh like with um with americans you when you say your o's you like really drop your jaw like when you're saying <laughs> no it's like no, no. so like i, I would no. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah i'm like really yeah. emphasizing it yeah whereas with yeah. australians yeah it's like it's like you're i don't know i like to think of it like it's just shooting out in front of you like no like instead of mm-hmm. dropping your jaw down with an r uh, yeah with an r um, I'm, yeah I, I used to like people used Yo, to like it's not make fair like everyone <laughs> Like everyone can do an American accent correctly, but like if we were yeah. like you would know right away if we're if we're because yeah. the way that Americans do things is like offensive. It's like yeah. the only thing like the first thing, <laughs> question so your ass is like, yo, do you guys say mate? Like that's such an American <laughs> thing to say. Yeah, we're very ignorant over here. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a question. So um, when I okay when I went on set, um, there was this like the first day that I got there they handed me a pregnancy test and they were like so you're actually going to um we like change the script a little bit and now you're going to take this out of your purse in the last scene and I was like not ready for that at all and the first thing that popped in my head was fam my dad's gonna see this is that gonna be awkward (laughs) and so I know that you've played a role where you played somebody that was gay and like I'm just wondering was that awkward for you were you worried about like your parents impressions or anybody's like um at least the stigma with the community yeah yeah. you know things that are like out there or taboo like are you scared about playing those type of roles at all um if it's a good role I'll absolutely do it like I remember I was a little worried telling my parents like I'm playing a gay Gujarati girl but like my, I remember my dad's like, as long as it's not a prostitute. And I was like, okay. I, but honestly, if it was a good prostitute role, I would totally do that too. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I was like, okay, dad. But like I was trying to explain to him like, if it's a good role, like I will absolutely do it. Um, mm-hmm. I but I was worried because like you know, especially like in Gujarat where I'm from, like it's this topic is still like it's a taboo topic you know compared to like going to like major cities like bombay or like delhi like it's a little bit more like people will still talk about it whereas where i'm from it's like very hush hush and you know girls aren't allowed to be gay like men like okay so i was worried about that and then like there was like a kissing scene as well so i mean i was okay with that but it was more of like oh my god people are gonna see this like how's this gonna be taken but um 
My I, my dad hasn't seen it. My mom has, but she knows. But purpose? you know, she, I don't know. I don't know if he hasn't seen it on you purpose. Didn't send, you didn't send him the link. Does he That's know that it's there? He knows it's there. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. I don't. My parents don't watch my things unless I make them watch it. Mm. So. Um, like sometimes my mom so you didn't will watch, make it. Them watch it. I didn't. No, I was a little <laughs> petrified making them watch that. I was like, I don't know if I want them to see it. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, I was really surprised. Like some of my like family members in India watched it because in the beginning when I was like you know in America like studying acting, no one knew what I was doing. Like some of them thought I I was getting a degree in health science. Some of them thought I was doing like fine arts. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, like a few years later, my mom would start telling like my aunts and uncles like, oh, she's actually doing acting. She's like mm-hmm. she's. <laughs> actor she's working <laughs> that's cool um, so yeah. yeah my grandfather still doesn't know what i'm doing but that's fine. yeah <laughs> that's um i want yeah. to ask how do you get into like your roles like are you a method actor or are you a different style of acting like um i don't like to do method i because i'm very sensitive and emotional so if i and it's just so draining like if I have to, like, especially if it's a really, like, intense character, like, I don't want to be carrying that around with me for, like, I don't know, like, a prolonged amount of time. Like, especially when I have, if I have, like, a really emotional scene, like, in that, so this Gujarati web series I did, where I played the gay character, like, there was, like, one scene where, like, all the scenes that we were shooting that day were just, like, emotional crying scenes. Um, and by the end of the day, I'm just tired, because you've basically made your body believe, like, you've... It, it, it went into the fight or flight response so like you know and after the day's over you're just tired because your hormones are like slowly like realizing oh okay everything's fine um but I don't like method acting but the way I usually get into like my roles is um music's a very easy way for me to like help me get into the zone so I'll put on like music depending on like if it's a emotional whatever emotional scene I'll like plug my earphones in like listen to something sad um I'm I'm really I don't know, I think it's weird, like, but I like to, like, connect my voice to my body, so, like, sometimes you'll see me on set jumping around, like, making sounds, like, ah, like, uh, or I'll do push-ups and, like, start, you know, making weird, blah, 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 uh, there's this cockroach pose I like to do, I'll, like, lie on my back and my hands and feet in the air, and then I'll make sound like that, so, like, anything to help me connect my, like, breath and voice with my body is mm-hmm. something that I I do all the time. Um, that's interesting. I'm going to try that. I'm going to start just flailing no. my body around. And making <laughs> no, it, no, I'm sounds. serious. It really helps. Like I so believe you. Lo- it sounds like it's like yeah. a, it's to get your nerves out too. Yeah. Like I had it. So in school, uh, teachers would tell me that I have a head voice. Like whenever I'd say something, it's like coming from here. Whereas I need, it needs to come from like my diaphragm. So the way that Amber. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so my favorite, my, one of my favorite, exercises i call it a whack-a-mole so you just you're literally just jumping from like spot to spot and just like making sounds and like that just helps you like connect yourself to your breath and it's a huge like i can feel it it's a huge difference so that's something that i do um if i have a good actor we'll probably do like a few exercises together as well um you know like maybe we'll like for the day like sure i'll pretend to be that um character i'm playing so like and if that actor's like okay with that we'll usually like you know, maybe we'll be like husband and wife for the day or whatever. But um, Are yeah, you sure it, it that's not for more reason than one. <laughs> I have I have yet to work with an actor who I've had like a crush on 
Oh, Vince, wow. Is that what we're talking about? Is that why you're implying to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that like, I, hey, listen, if I don't have a boyfriend, you can just like pretend to be my boyfriend for today. <laughs> like, I'm just doing it for the scene, you know? It's not like, you know. Uh, actually, no, there was one day I went on set and, um, uh, so in the scene, there was like, it was, there was a kissing scene, but I didn't think we would do that because it was for, um, it was for a cinematography workshop and that director knew me. So he wanted me to help out. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. So I went on set and then, um, the actor came and then he was like, are you guys okay with kissing each other? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, he was super cute and he was French as well. So like he would sometimes talk in French and I was like, oh my God, please don't keep talking to me in French. But so that day I was like, I was a little upset because um in the scene like i i'm like nervous and stuff like i almost get like mugged or something this this moment before and he comes and saves me so um i'm like jittery and nervous and like i come on to him and try to like kiss him but it's like a very awkward kiss so i was was a little disappointed that that moment was it wasn't as passionate as it could have been but like in the the scene it was supposed to be awkward I was supposed to be awkward, yeah, because oh, okay. I'm like... And I you're like, listen, this is just the acting, like, if you want to find out later, like, I yeah. can't... You could have just done it how you wanted, and then the director would be like, do it again. Like, do it again. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm having problems. Yeah, sorry, you know, I just thought you wanted me to go all out, director, sir. Yeah, I should, maybe next time I'll do that, but I was like, I was kind of upset, because I was like, I had to be the one, like, coming on to him, and he was just like, standing there, so I was like, damn it, I wish you knew, like, I'm a good kisser, like, you're never gonna know this now. Um... It seems but, like you you will be comfortable in a lot of those situations though. Um, but is is there a role that you wouldn't take? Is there something that you know crosses a line for you? Um, I'm not okay with nudity. That's okay. I, but that's not necessarily that's not necessarily a role. If how does that work? Do you, you just like read that, and if if it says that, then you're just done, or do they ask you like? Yeah, like I this have... director walked in and said, "Like, are you guys okay with kissing?" So, w- will they ever do that? Like, hey, are you okay with nudity? I don't know where. Like, is that usually? Yeah. So usually with nudity, like I've been given the script beforehand. I, I will. If you ever, if you ever go on set and on the day they're telling you that, that's that's a no no. Like, you, that's <laughs> that's the wrong, wrong movie. That's, that's, that's casting yeah. couch. <laughs> I don't know how you ended up there, but and it's also saying that they're not professional either. Like, so I've I've always been given the script before. Uh, this yeah, I was. There was this director who reached out to me and I was like for a feature film and like it was a great role and um but there was like there was like a sex scene in it and it was so funny the way he explained it to me was so there was like so the other characters had a sex scene as well and then I had one too and um it's like okay so your scene it's like so the first one it's like getting fast food at McDonald's but yours is a candlelight dinner so I was like Okay, so I guess what he was trying to say, the first scene with the other actors, like, it was very, like, raunchy and, like, wild and, you know, like, Yours is rough. tame. Yours mine is was, yeah, my, mine, was, mine was still... Passionate. Yeah, well, mine, yeah, mine was still passionate and wild, but it was, it was like a candlelight dinner. So, I was like, just the way he explained it, I was like, okay, like, sure, but, um... I read it and he warned me. He's like, I just want you to know, like, I just put it all out, all out on the page so then we can work through it. So don't feel like we have to do everything. But it was like really explicit. Like he like sucks on her nipples. And <laughs> also, is this okay? I'm saying this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's, it's fine. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, and you know, he enters her. And I was just like, no, 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 no. There is no, no entering. entering. I was like, <laughs> no. no. Entering. <laughs> Um, so then yeah, you really then were on the wrong side. I was like, no. And I, I mean, I read the whole script. It wasn't like he gave me that one scene. So I know. And the, the theme that he was like exploring was like ego and sensuality and like, 
you know, all that sort of stuff. So I understand why that was, the scene was there. And I told him like, I don't want to do this. I please, by all means, find another actor. If you, if you still want me, like I, you know, we have to work around this. Like I don't, yeah. Forward that to Sean so, Mir. He, he takes on roles like that. He's I do open. both I will, parts. <laughs> okay. That's oh, what, oh, I love it. Yeah. That's um, why he's on set right now with the green screen. He's ready. ready I'm always ready. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, what I, about like, uh, whether it be certain cultural roles like where you're like i don't know if i know enough about this or like if you were to play like a different ethnicity or something like that what's yeah. your sort of uh view of that so yeah i've been asked to audition sometimes as like you know like a middle eastern like an arab character or even like you know someone who's from like who's mexican and mm. I don't mind if it's a commercial because it's like okay that's fine but usually if it's like if it's a role uh, you know like in a film or whatever like I I tend to feel like I, I I say no just in respect of like there are so many other actors out there that are that are actually like from that part of the world like why would you want me um mm. so you know, unless they, they, they're like, no, like, but your, you, whatever essence you have, like the personality or something in you, like we want that for the role, then maybe I'll think about it. But usually I'd, I'd like to say no, because it's like, I, I just don't think that's fair. Like I, I have a friend of mine, he's a director and he's, he's Sri Lankan and he had a script and I think he asked me, he's like, so I, you know, I've been pitching it to a few like production companies and stuff, but they're like, why don't you just cast an Indian girl? So he's like, what do you, how do you feel about that? I'm like, no find a Sri Lankan actor like this it's you know a lot of times and this is what bothers me a lot of times where like and, and you know it's just like people just aren't aware or they're ignorant and it fine but you know people don't know the difference between north of India and like south of India people don't mm. know that you know like the South Asian culture is so broad that it's it's not everybody eats curry or like Papa, like Papa Dams or something every day, like, and all of our languages are so different. And I, and that's what, like, and that's why I'm like, no, I don't want them to feel like, you know, Indians and Sri Lankans are the same, we're, we're different people. I'm sure there's like some aspects of our cultures that like overlap, but you know, I know, I know I have some Sri Lankan friends who get really upset when someone says, like, are you Indian? Um, so I, I like to, res you know, I like to respect that unless they genuinely think that. They give me a solid reason, like no, we want you for it. Then mm -hmm. I'll think about it. But otherwise, I'm like, no, I'd, I'd rather you find someone who's more authentic. Yeah, I, I don't know culture. how that. I don't know how that yeah. works. So I always like to ask how people feel about it. I don't know. To me, like, especially in like the South Asia, even if you were to play like a Middle Eastern character, I personally like. I don't know why that would. I guess you know it. It depends on the people that are from a certain place or something like that. But yeah, like, yeah. If you play like a Muslim or something like that, and you're mm -hmm. not Muslim. Like to me, I don't really care as long as someone said, we interviewed a director one time, someone who actually like worked with uh, Amber on something she was part of. And mm -hmm. he said like, if, if I've auditioned two people and for example, he gave an example where like a guy who doesn't have an, uh, an authentic accent acts as if he has a better accent than the person who really does, he's gonna take the person who nice. acts like he has the better accent because he wants to portray the right thing on screen. And I kind of like that because it's like, I feel like at the end of the day, you're trying to tell the right sort of story with the right yeah, thing or whatever. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I see your viewpoint too, where it's just like, you, if there is a Sri Lankan person that is capable and, and good at it, then yeah. yeah. 
that makes sense. Yeah. But like, if someone needs to be represented properly, and yeah, you know, there's I, not I think the... in this case it was like, oh, they need to fill this role, so let me just get a random, you know, Indian. Yeah, and... it just tells mm. me that they haven't put, True. they don't really genuinely care. They haven't put thought behind it. So, no. um, yeah, I don't. I I so far that except for commercials, but like uh, so far as far as like films and stuff, I haven't had that issue. Um, hmm. Yeah, to play someone I'm not. Yeah. And then, like, on, like, the spectrum of actors that are, like, you see some that are super mysterious. They just kind of do their roles. You don't know who they really are in real life. So, like, the ones that are very vocal on social media, like, about just, you know, everything in their life or what's going on in society or politically. Where do you fall um, on that spectrum? I, I think I'm in the middle. Like, I, I'm not a huge... I don't like to tell everyone, like, this is what I had for breakfast. This is my dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegemite, you know, I did, we already know, so you don't... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, day and night, dessert, leftover, that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> but I, in the beginning, I didn't even have social media, but, like, a lot of people, like, you're an actor, you need to have it. Like, this is how you get out there. And I was mm. like, fine. So I was a bit resistant to that. And then, you know, I have it now, but... I think for me, like this year with like so much that's been going on, it's kind of made me realize that as storytellers, we have a responsibility to, um, you know, like to to voice your opinion or or even just tell a story in times of with whatever's happening. So I think it's a personal um, decision, like how out there you want to be or not. But like, I feel like if you're an artist, like. I, I feel like there is a certain responsibility you have, at least with the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is commenting on like what's happening in today's world. If you don't want to be, you know, like as you as the person, be talking about like oh, like Black Lives Matter or like colorism, like that, that's that's fine. Um, I I I do like to voice my opinion on that. That's that's just me. But I have I have some friends who who have been quiet the whole time. But that doesn't mean that they don't care. They've been helping out other ways. Um, yeah. I want uh, to ask, um, yeah. does it, uh, like, affect you or annoy you if there's, like, a person that may have more attention on social media, but they're not, like, a great actor getting a role? It does. It annoys you. <laughs> it, it, it does. Um, I have some, I feel weird saying friends, but there are some people that, like, I've noticed that, you know, have, like, a lot of followers and stuff, and if... And but I don't think as an actor, I don't think that as good as a as an actor. Um, but I I also know some people who have a lot of followers who who are actors and they're not talented but they they're genuinely good human beings and they work hard. So you know if I can see that you do you do care about the craft, you respect it, you're working hard for it. I'm I'm all for that. Like, but like you know other people that are just like you know like flailing on set and like not yeah. respecting the like that that upsets me a little bit um yeah. we actually yeah. asked the same question to the director that we interviewed and he yeah. was saying sometimes you know the actor or actress can bring a lot of attention to the film that previously probably could yeah and so there's Absolutely. the benefit of that yeah well that's a huge thing like i know sometimes like uh casting will always say like don't submit to this role unless you have ten thousand followers at least um so that it it does yeah that does upset me sometimes because i'm like i don't have that many followers um and like i had a friend of mine she worked on a web series and like all of them were i think they were just like 
TikTok TikTokers. So like, <laughs> I don't know the correct term, but yeah. Um, and she was just like, none of that. She was like, I was the only actor on set, and she got. And then after a while, she got like so many like people following her, and you know, she was like, you know, I think they think that I'm you know, person who goes on TikTok and stuff and then they eventually started unfollowing her and it just upset her, like, they were only following her because they thought she was, like, I don't know, I guess for her lifestyle or whatever, not necessarily for her skills as an actor. So, yeah. um, it, yeah, sometimes that does upset me as well, like, when they're looking for, like, influencers, um, you know, and I understand they're doing that to, like, get the work out there and, like, see how many people it's going to reach. Um, but, you know, I always feel like a good story has the potential to get out there so yeah it's those, weird because yeah. everyone's like their own brand and stuff now yeah, and it, yeah. it's almost like if you have that uh that following then there's going to be people that are going to watch it and so it becomes a money game rather than like yeah absolutely. oh this person yeah. could definitely fill in that role that's why it's even more important now that like you mm -hmm. know you had a early start on writing your own stuff that's yeah, like yeah. really good are there any other sort of problems that you see in the overall like film industry that maybe you would want to see change in your lifetime um well I, I want more diversity and 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 like you said like why should it be the south asians creating our roles like it would be nice to once in a while be given a role that is written for me you know it's, it's like so i've been producing some of my own work and like sometimes i'm just tired of it i just want to like mm. someone give me a script i just want to rock up on set and do my thing and that's it um, but yeah, I feel like it's almost like a battle for us to like, how do we get ourselves out there? Like, how do we, you know, tell our stories? So I want there to be a time where, you know, it's the story or even like the story isn't necessarily about a South Asian character. It's just, you know, it's just about this person and she just happens to be South Asian. Like, I want that as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think like a blend of both where we are offered roles, like roles are created for us, but at the same time, we're also offered roles like they have like a few people from, you know, from a white person to an uh, African-American person to like a Pakistani, anyone like and it's open mm -hmm. to ethnicity. So I hope that is also um, something that happens in the future, too. Yeah. Is yeah. it important for you to get like the uh, the coverage from India? Like I saw that you have you've been in a lot of Indian press. So do you find it important to get recognition from India or is it like just kind of like free uh, opportunity to get your name out there? It's no, it's not really it's not important. to. I mean, it's great that it happens, but it's mm -hmm. not like a, an objective or goal. Um, if I sometimes have auditioned for a few projects in India, um, you know, if the opportunity ever lands in my lap, I'm, I'm more than happy to like work on the set there. But it's for me like i just want to work and like hopefully it goes everywhere and i but I, also like i do want to still be recognized as an indian as well so um mm. if yeah if it if the director or producers are able to get it you know in india like that that's great um uh, but i think for me it's also i know a lot of my press lately has been like like Australian Indian press so like um, the press and media within Australia for South Asians so that's important mm. to me is I just want to be able to like you know encourage other like if there are any like aspiring artists here in Australia like you have to go ahead and like follow your dreams because yeah, yeah a lot of the times like I, something we don't the di there's not a lot of diversity I feel in the Australian Australian industry like we have a lot of like um, indigenous actors which I think is wonderful but as far as like South Asians I feel like 
I don't know any. Like, I, I, I remember when I was trying to cast for a film of mine, I couldn't find any Indian actresses. Mm. Um, at least some that were that had, like, uh, you know, a bit of, like, training. Um, so, yeah, so I think for me it's just important to be, like, um, to encourage others out here if they want to be, I don't know, a singer or a dancer or a writer, yeah. actor, whatever, like, you know, go is, ahead and do that. Yeah. Is there like a, is there like a Hollywood version of, in Australia? I don't think so. I so don't so mainly, mainly everyone's working <laughs> to try to get to like Hollywood or something. Yeah. I mean, we, there is an industry here. Um, but I, I think from what I've heard with certain people, like after you've reached a certain point, I think if people are still hungry for more, they like, they tend to like, they'll fly over to the States or to India. Um, so like, are there I, Aussie movies or TV shows? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there yeah. are, there are. I, I mean, like I didn't goodness. grow up watching a lot of them, but, okay. um, but there are, there is an industry here, you know, it is slowly growing, but again, like, I mm-hmm. don't think it's as it's, I don't think it's diverse. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope that there is diversity here as well, but I, I, I think it also could be because a lot of, you know, if South, if South Asians tend to, Maybe they don't want to sit back and try to make a name here. They're like, no, I want to go to India or the States. So I guess maybe that's probably yeah. why as well. Um, I, I got a weird question. Yeah. Yes, I love <laughs> weird questions. Um, do Australians love Hugh Jackman? Because he's Australian. See, yeah, absolutely. So I'm here always yeah. with these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, I love Hugh Jackman, yeah. Because I remember, you know, I would watch him. He's Wolverine and like yes. he has the American accent. It's great. And then I heard him yeah. in Australian accent like 10 years later. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. what? You're Australian? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they love, yeah, even like, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, Margot Robbie. Like, yeah, I think, because also I think with Margot Robbie, she started off on a television show here in Australia and then she ended up going to Hollywood. So yeah, I think. I didn't, I didn't even know she was 30. I thought she was like older for some reason. I have she no idea like how old she young. is, but yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, and I think we're huge advocates of like having Aussies being represented. And you guys are like, you know, uh, yeah. really supportive of that, right? Like you guys are like, oh my God, yeah, that's an yeah. Australian actor, Australian actor. Oh, actress, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I am at least, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. pretty, yeah, I think everyone else is as well. Um, yeah. That's dope. Um, is there anything that you would give uh, advice to, to like young and aspiring actors, actresses, whether it be that they're, Indian, Australian, or, or wherever they may be, what's what's like the sort of things that you've learned along your journey? Uh, create your own content. That's number one. Um, yeah, because I think sometimes like, you know, it, it's, you face a lot of rejections, like, you know, going audition after audition and, you know, or sometimes maybe you're getting typecast as a certain role and you're just like, yeah, but I'm not always the sweet best friend or like, I want to play the, I don't know, the punk rock star or something. So, Mm -hmm. so, you know, to feel that, to feel creatively fulfilled, like I I encourage you to write your own roles, even if you don't have the intention of getting it out to festivals, but do it for yourself because like you're, you know, you need that, like your soul needs that. Um, So yeah, write your own content and you better be thick-skinned, you know, like, if you're not able to, like, take criticism, if you're not able to, like, you know, take a thousand no's, like, this isn't the place for you. Um, Mm. But, you know, but at the same time, like, make sure this is the thing that gives you joy. Like, just remind yourself, like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Um, Yeah, like, I have a friend who who got a degree in acting and now is like, I want to go into business. 
I'm like, okay, great. But like, he was like, I just don't, I'm not excited like picking up a script anymore when I get auditions. Like, I'm, it doesn't excite me. And like, but for me, I'm like, no, I love it. Like, I can't wait to be on set again. I can't wait till I get an audition. So if you, if that zest or like, yeah, if that's not, if that feeling's not there, like, it's okay to be like, hey, I tried and it's not for me. So don't feel like, you know, you went on this path and now you have to do it. Because, um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. I know it's coronavirus over there uh, and all, all over the world. So yeah. you probably haven't been able to do as much. But how have you guys been handling that? Is there still auditions and everything going on or what? So um, I know like in terms of like network shows and stuff like they that's still nothing's really happening. But in terms of like commercials and like low budget um, things they are start happening because it's easier to like have a smaller crew. Yeah. Um, I haven't been auditioning as much because I'm over here. So, but if it's like voiceover stuff or things like you can film at home or like there's a lot of Zoom plays and things going on web series. So I've been able to audition for that. But like in terms of like onset stuff, it, it has slowed down for me. Um, mm. But I know like I have some friends that are still like auditioning in LA and stuff. But it's it's not as it hasn't it's not picking up as much as i think we would we would all like to um, yeah a little yeah. question relating to that do you like audition yeah. for like everything like you mentioned you know plays and stuff like that or like you only do just like films and commercials and TV i stuff? i mean i audition for everything but like with my agent they might just if they feel like i fit a certain role or type they'll only submit me for that but um it's just that's just me like sometimes i'll do it for more experience um okay. to like yeah, well, I'm, like, I'm open to approach. Like other things like what, like, you know, you, you mentioned um, voice acting and all that stuff. Like what are some other avenues that you want to try and stuff? Um, well, I mean, well, theater, I feel like I haven't done that in a while. So I, so in Australia, when I was like, you know, studying or like doing classes and stuff, it was a lot of theater work. And so I kind of miss that, like being on stage. So if I, I would love to like, you know, do pick up a play and like do that again because it's been a lot of film and television for me um that and I want to do more voiceover as well I've done a few things but it's like it and I just it's kind of fun like especially if you're playing a character like an animation it's like just yeah going into it yeah, that's like really that's exciting for me yeah yeah <laughs> I know you said uh you're kind of here and there with social media w where can people find you are you are you on IG yeah, yeah. or Twitter or anything yes yes I, okay, I am people on IG follow you Yes, people can follow. Do you, do you want me to say my ID? Sure, yeah, yeah. We'll put it in the notes? description, but you can say it okay. as well. Or yeah, well, yeah. You want to shout you want, anything yeah. else out? Uh, yeah, but yeah, if you want to follow me on IG, it's Ria, R I double A underscore 177. Um, I don't use Facebook as much, so, but like, no if you want to find okay. me, yeah, so <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at, so. Yeah, yeah, and if, if people want advice or they want to connect with me, or like, I'm totally open to that, that's. I, I get excited when like sometimes actors reach out like hey like can we talk like I loved what you did there so like that's always yeah. exciting for me so that's yeah. really cool um we really enjoyed talking to you and yeah. your story and everything is awesome we, we're wishing you you know the best of luck going forward yeah thank um, you I was yeah it was a lot of fun talking to you guys and uh, actually I want to ask a question um okay I should I feel like I should have really thought about this but since it's called strange flavors and you guys are, like you have ice cream on your um cover art what's she about like to a... ask us our own final <laughs> question why'd you wait what is oh, it okay, go, 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 go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> but yeah what's your what's your favorite no. I guess ice cream flavor or like a dream ice cream flavor 
that you'd want okay, to have. Yes. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What? A dream Should we tell her? It. Yeah. Just answer what? it. We'll answer okay. and then we'll ask our okay. question. All right. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite is mint chocolate chip. Okay. Ice cream, yeah. I'm going to say what I feel like having right now, and that's a Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream. <sighs> Sounds so good. Uh, Amber. And an Amber. All right. Can I? I'm going to go Froyo. Yeah, I love Froyo. Uh, Euro tart and cake batter. Crushed peanuts. And Vegemite. A little bit of cream. <laughs> and maybe like one Sour Patch Kid on the side so I can like... I, I love really the one wow. Sour Patch yeah, Kid. Just yeah, just the one Sour Patch just Kid. Just one. Yeah. yeah. Is, like, oh, what flavor would the Sour Patch Kid be? Blue. Is that blue? Blue, okay. blue yeah. or red. Is flavors? Blue or red. I thought they're just colored differently. Well, no, I don't know. They're, no, yeah. they're flavored they're differently flavored. too. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, the red one does not taste like the yellow or the orange one. Yeah. However, Rhea, we are not going to ask you what your favorite ice cream flavor is. Okay. We're gonna ask you, if you could describe yourself in any flavor, what would it be and why? Is this ice cream flavor or just a flavor? It doesn't in have general? to be ice cream. Yeah. It can any be flavor any, any flavor that describes you and why. Oh! Oh! Wow! Um, By the way, this is a question we ask to every guest. Yeah! So. Yeah! Yeah! Um, I would be. I'm go- okay. I am gonna go with ice cream. It's my favorite. Um. Like dessert, so sure. okay. I would be an ice cream. I would. Hmm. Okay, I've never had this ice cream, but I think I would be like a nice vanilla ice cream. But I would want chili in the ice cream because I'm very sweet. What? Wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hold on. Oh, first the Vegemite, now this. Um, hold on. Well, you, wait, wait, wait. It's it's like a flavor in India. Like, ch- have you ever had like chili ice cream? Yeah. Chili, like as in yeah, like chili, the beans yeah. and beef, like chili. No, not that. No, 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 no. Like, I meant like pepper. hot and spicy. Yeah, like pepper. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh no, 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 no. I'm not that strange. No, no. Um, <laughs> I've never tried that actually. No. Um, yeah, I think yeah, spicy it would be ice cream then. Well, yeah, but like, cause I'm very sweet, but I think I, I can be like, there's like a hint of spice. Yeah, I actually have a tattoo, which is an ice cream, and I have like a little skull cherry in it, which is like, I'm very sweet, wow. but there's a badass oh, in me somewhere. That's really cool. Um, so yes, yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna have to bill you for a therapist session just to get over the like, <laughs> like mental chili like feeling of thinking about an ice cream that's chili flavored, not like spicy, but the other one. Oh no, that's I'm, on you, Amber. That, no, I, I didn't no, even you think brought of me that. there. You brought me there. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god. But yeah, um, I think... Well, okay, she's the vanilla cherry ice cream, a little sweet, yeah. a little spicy. We love yes. it. And she has a tattoo of it. She's always telling her own story anywhere she can. That's uh, Rhea Patel, everybody. Uh, Rhea, again, thank you so much for being here. It's been an amazing conversation. Yeah, no, thank you. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And for everybody listening, it's been another week. Another flavor. A little a stranger. We'll talk to you next time. Heavy headed when I'm developing flow So you better get to stepping whenever I let it blow Cause uh, I'm burning mics on purpose The word is the kid spinning his wrist leaving the murder So they don't really wanna play Cause I burn an inferno with whatever I say I'm the definition of demolition Wrecking the place, evident I'm developing the method